Dirtbags today. Are you good? Are you well? I hope you are well. It's spooktober. It's a spooky, spooky month and we love it. Except, why haven't we decorated the house at all? I know. Oh, God. Look, I know. I thought about that the other day and I got really upset about it and disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. Before I leave the basement from this recording, I will go and get the decorations. Okay, good. Because October is almost halfway done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sure. If you look at it that way. Welcome to Teenage Dirtbags, the podcast. This is a podcast that reads and reviews teen movies, and we relate them to our teen lives. I'm Maddie. I'm Carly. And today we have a guest. It is his third um, guesting, but his first time being a guest as a fiance. It is Mr. Michael James Hallis. Woohoo! Fiance! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our show, Michael. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. I. Walk ten feet down the stairs. Great, great to be here. Yeah, you, you, look, you just, look good. You look good, and you look full of pie. I ate all the pie. You ate a very large portion of pie. Pumpkin pie. Season. Pumpkin pie season. It's Michael's favorite thing. He's very basic. Carly also had pie. Yes, my, my um, I feel like me and Mike have grown closer in the last three days because I bought pumpkin pie. You don't like pumpkin pie. Correct? I don't. Correct. And so Mike and I ate the whole thing. With whipped cream. <laughs> and then we ran out yesterday, and it was very sad. And then Mike came home today with a new, brand new pie. Yep. Can't run out of pie. Can't run out of pie. Spoiler alert, there's actually about three or four more in the fridge. Yeah, but that's for work. I know, it's for, it's for work, but that's why like, he went and just bought a ton. Yeah, we had a fun weekend, the three of us, our little family here. We watched spooky movies. Spooky movies all weekend. We also, um, if you guys have not heard it already, we had a, a special episode two days ago on Tuesday. We invited Hetty Clark over, who came and chatted to us. She's a real-life teenager. She came and chatted to us about teen life and taught us what it's like to be a young person in this day and age. And it was a really fun interview. And it, re- it gave me hope for the future. I really, really liked her a lot. I thought she was cool, confident. She seemed to have a good head on her shoulders. She's creative. I think she's going to do cool things. I really think so, too. She she has um, a really great insight on life and view on life and everything. And, and I just really appreciated her. So, Hetty, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with two literal strangers. She flew in from England for Buffer Festival and then came over to a stranger's house. And then went gladly into our basement where yeah. we proceeded to <laughs> shut the door behind her. <laughs> no, it was great. She was really great. She was wonderful. I just almost broke this thing beside well. me. Um so anyway, if you have not listened to it yet, go listen to that episode. And uh, yeah. So anything else to preface before we get into this? No, not anything, not anything besides the fact that I'm filled with pie. Good. Seconded. Pie. It's what's for dinner. Have we introduced to our guests yet? Yeah, I said Mike James Hollis. Oh, right. Brow, 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 fiance. Yeah, we did that. Yes. Right, right, right. That right. was the thing. Okay. Um, well, welcome, Mike. Thank you. How, thank you. how are you? You look, you're looking good. You're looking healthy. I'm well, thank you, thank you. I am um, growing out the beard for the wedding because uh, oh. Maddie likes a, a little bit of um, 
What do you, what do you, what do you call it? Fur on the bear? I don't even know. Oh. Facial hair is That's fine. Fa- yeah, you <laughs> can just say that. We'll it's go with facial <laughs> hair. <laughs> facial hair is fine. <laughs> you know, people do say that. <laughs> That's okay. That, that's the correct term. Fur, Fur on, on the, the bear. bear. <laughs> I think, uh, Just picture it spooktober. Spook- yeah, I am spooked. Oh, I'm <laughs> on something. Um, let's. Should we just get into this damn thing? Well, I wanted to do a bam, 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 oh. bam, 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 wedding update with Mike and Maddie. Yeah. Alice. Hey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? We have the same initials. We have the exact same initial. An- uh, we have the exact same initials. But okay, from an outside perspective, <laughs> mm-hmm. you guys seem to be doing very well. You've organized everything. You don't seem that stressed. The only thing stressing me out is I'm, the I'm, guest I'm list. I'm not doing anything, so. You're not. I, yes, I, you are. I did one thing and I messed it up already. What did you do? <laughs> he bought our shoes. I bought. Sh- we were wearing cute matching shoes and I bought the wrong size for Maddie. Well, that's. So. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. But we're still working on that part. Um, we're working through the it. only part stressing me out is the guest list. Everything else has worked out really well. I wish I could invite every person I've ever met in my life or spoken to, but that's just not how it works. The guest list is the only thing that's stressing me out. But um, oh. anyway, wedding update. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. Um, Let's get into this this episode because I am really freaking excited about this movie. Can we please? Okay, Mike, tell us what the movie is. This week on Teenage Dirtbags, two young girls and their two dogs are watching a movie during Spooktober. Dober, Dober, Dober. Look and at his stance. <laughs> I'm getting really into it. Um, we dug deep into the archive DVD collection for the early millennium cult classic. Late 90s. Late 90s. Fair. Idle Hands. We watch Idle Hands. 1999, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Turn of the millennium. You should be a movie trailer voice or maybe just like a radio host. Next on stage, Candy. Um, Yeah, yeah, you know. You know, I have have a face for radio. It should be good. You certainly do. That's a joke. Well, we didn't disagree with it, so... Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, but we watched Idle Hands. He's got was... fur on the bear. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I need to keep keep it going here. I'm, I'm going to do the facts. Please. Idle Hands came out June 23rd, 1999. June? I know. That, I'm wait, hold on. But it's a Halloween movie. What does that even... What? I don't understand. I'm so glad you brought that up, Maddie, because it was actually pushed... Um, I'm assuming it was supposed to come out during spooky season, but in fact, it had to come out in June because of Columbine, <laughs> the shooting <laughs> in America. Not, not, not due to Salt and Pepper. What but is Salt what? and Pepper? Push it, push it, real. Oh. Sorry, I'm trying to lighten the call. That wow is the greatest dad joke I've ever heard in my life. No, because dad jokes are funny and they make sense. Um, this movie is rated 14A. It's directed by Rodman Flender. What a name! Rodman Flender. It's, that's uh, that is a name. I'm gonna name our child Rodman. And middle name Flender. Flanders. Um, yeah, Flanders. In Flanders Field. Okay, written by Terry Hughes and John Milbauer. Devin Sawa is starring in this movie with Seth Green, Jessica Alba, Eldon Henson, Vivica A. Fox, and this is the logline: A teenage slacker's right hand becomes possessed with murderous intent. I mean, I think that's a pretty accurate logline. Yeah, that's right it's to pretty, the point. Yep, short and sweet. It's exactly what happens. It's exactly what happens. In fact, there you go. That's the episode. Thank you for listening to Teenage Dirtbag. That's all you need to know. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Um, so I, Carly here, I have never seen this film until we watched it together. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, Maddie and Mike, had you guys seen this film before? 
I think I have viewed it with my own eyes once or twice. <laughs> When's the last time you think you've seen it? Uh, like, what, did you see it last time as a teenager, or did you see it more recently? Probably mid-twenties. Because we all would have been about nine or ten or so when this came out, right? I would have been yes. nine, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. I've, I did not see it until I was well of age, because 14A was a little bit generous, I believe, for this rating. Yeah, it's pretty violent. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there are boobs. There's F-words, uh, aren't there? Yeah, I don't know, but there's full boobs. There, yeah, that scene was very, like, random. There's a lot of weed, there's boobs, there's sex, there's... There's not sex. Um, he went down on boobs. He went down on boobs? Yeah. What do you mean? In the car. He, there was oral. Oh, my God. That's sex. Okay, fine. Oh, excuse me, miss. <laughs> I am from a Christian. Don't you know anything about Christians? That's Oral and anal are fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're still a virgin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Well, Mike, would you say that this was one of your favorite movies or what? Well, I favorite is a strong word. I really enjoyed it. I think it was a great kind of... Stoner comedy? Yeah, it really was. Like, you, like your sweatshirt right now is, like, the epitome of this movie, This the flannel. Yeah. I mean, we were just coming out of the grunge era. Yeah. Uh, in the early 90s, and this is the late 90s movie, where uh, slacker culture was really at the forefront. It was really the time of the uh, anti-hero, the anti-rock star, if you will, with Kurt Cobain not actually... It's cool to be not cool, but that's cool. I agree with everything that's you're saying. That's kind of where this movie was uh, headed, and it was uh, really like, it was in your face, that kind of like forethought and whatnot. It was, uh, it was well done, and it really struck home, because that's like what I thought was cool back in the day. Would you have considered yourself a, f- a slacker? No, I was, uh, I was too uh, goody too. Just my mom was a teacher, so she knew all the your teachers. Your mom was a teacher? Yeah, mm-hmm. for 30 some odd years. Wow. Yeah, it was rough. I wanted to be a slacker too, but I was not afraid of my parents. I was just afraid of my future. Okay. I've also seen this movie, by the way. Yeah. Ready? Yes. Tell me about uh, that. And it was, as I've discussed before, I'm obsessed with Seth Green and incredibly obsessed when I was a teenager. Was this his, this was his Buffy height as well, wasn't it? Uh, you know what? Okay. So this is funny that you say that because being someone who's obsessed with, <laughs> with Seth Green, I've never seen one second of Buffy. I've never really watched Buffy either, which is never weird. Never seen one second. I bet it. you we would have loved it. What's wrong Probably. with both of you? Yes, I don't know. Like you should, this podcast for October should have just done Buffy. I know we should have, but That's we didn't. Sh- yeah, I know. I probably, I probably would love it, but now just, it might not just, hold just, up. Just, just no. Shout out to Buffy, the gentleman episode where everybody loses their voice because the loud s- sounds like scare the floating creepy demons in suits. Still, might be one of the scariest things ever on television. Ooh, scarier than it. No, fuck clowns. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've seen this movie a bunch of times, and I was obsessed with it when I was a teenager. Absolutely obsessed. It was probably at some point or another one of my number one favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And I had the DVD, still have the DVD. In fact, that is the DVD we watched it on. Hot take. Was this a anti-drug movie, or after watching it, was it must have been a pro-drug movie? I'm, I kind of flopped back I know. Forth. Well, at first I thought, oh my gosh, this is an anti-drug movie, because at one point he goes... I'm not going to smoke weed anymore. I want a future. But then weed ends up being the reason why he becomes a hero. Mm-hmm. So saves the day. So it's actually an anti, I mean, it's actually a pro-drug movie. Well, I mean, it's the weed that kills the thing. So maybe it's not. No, it's the sword. That's true. Fair enough. <sighs> but it stuns it. 
<laughs> I think weed stuns a lot of us. That's true. Um, okay, so let's start from the beginning, shall we? Let's do it. What? Let's talk about this opening scene. Okay. Let's start with really quickly. Um, I guess it doesn't. He's not introduced for a little bit, but Devin Sawa is the main character. Played. Uh, he plays Anton. Yeah. And so we are introduced right away to his house and his parents. We don't see him for a scene or two though. But uh, his parents are there. It's night time, I guess, and they're going to bed. And they see above them in glow-in-the-dark paint or whatever, above their bed, it says, I'm under the bed. It's written on the ceiling. I'm under the bed. Mm-hmm. Of course, they freak out. And uh, the dad, who is played by Fred Willard, goes down to check out. There's a noise. So he goes to check out the noise. And that's one of my uh, largest fears now, being a uh, kept man. <laughs> that uh, if there's a noise downstairs... Uh, somebody's going to roll over and say, go check that out, and I'm probably going to die. It's going to be you checking it out. Spoiler alert. And it's probably just me. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, also, spoiler alert, our house is haunted. So, but in a good way, a good ghost. But it's, the basement, I can't vouch for it. Hey, listen, I'm down here, and sometimes I think there might be a ghost hanging out, but I don't mind. No, it's a friendly ghost. I know the ghost. Yeah, no, um, yes. Can we say that there was a man that has passed in this house? We can. Okay. Um, a person has died in our house. That's why we are saying this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, um, did you know this? You look scared. He knew this. Maddie keeps changing the story, but yes, I was vaguely aware of a certain unlifing in this general area. Unlifing. So if there's a noise in the basement... If and when, like now or in future, 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 far future, when when Carly Has decides deceased. to leave to, <laughs> to leave this earth, um, to leave and not move out or to move out, if there's a noise downstairs, Michael Hallish will be checking it out, not me. Well, try being single. I have to do it all my on my own. No, you don't. You got a dog. She goes to do it. You go lemon. Oh, speaking of, that's exactly what the guy, uh, the main Anton, does yeah, in the does movie. Do it's that. hilarious. He pushes the dog around the house to check out. He does them. do that. That's, That's kind of funny. So they. So anyway, Fred Willard, the dad, goes downstairs to check it out. Uh, he gets murdered. All she hears is him go, ah! Yeah. And then soon she gets uh, murdered as well. But now, however, throughout this whole scene, they're trying to call their son. They're like, hello. Like, they're yelling for him. They can't get his attention. He lives in the um, attic in, like, a pull-down, yeah, you know, those pull-down um, staircase ever? ladder things, whatever. And they keep calling up, and he's not answering, so they're worried about him. Anyway, they both get murdered. Um, How long do you think it would take you to notice that your parents weren't around? Well, oh, I would notice thing. in he was like, a hot second. He tells his friends, oh, I haven't seen my parents in a couple of days. It's like, what? I would have been calling the police. Yeah, but he's, I mean, the whole thing is that he's pretty... He runs out of milk and dog food and yells for his mom immediately, so like, he must have thought something was up. It was yeah. very like Home Alone that scene. Yeah. Mom, Dad. Um. So he it's 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 explained or whatever revealed that the reason he didn't hear them is because he had this loud. He's a total stoner, as it says in the what is what is the log line in this? It says um he's slacker. a slacker. So he's just this, you know, who cares about anything? He's got music playing, really loud music playing in his on his you know Walkman or whatever the hell. So that's what I was very confused about. He woke up to an A-track alarm mm-hmm. clock mm-hmm. with his headphones on, mm-hmm. plugged into his boombox. Mm-hmm. Then he takes us off those headphones and puts on his, uh, what do you call it, 
what's Walkman what's the headphones. Walkman? That's pre-discman. That's what I was thinking about. Walkman headphones, mm-hmm. and the song is perfectly synced up to where he just left off. And I was like, man, that stoner is good at timing things. He's really, he good. really is good. He's really good. So he goes down. He starts like you know, as Mike said, he's like run out of milk. So he's like, mom, we got no milk. Mom, there's no dog food. But he doesn't give a shit. He has like this asthma inhaler that's hung around his neck. That's actually a little ball, um, weed pipe. And he smokes some ganj. He gets a bit high. It's my second note. You should not smoke out of plastic. Really? You shouldn't do much with plastic. Yeah, plastic is bad for the turtles. Yeah, hashtag turtles. You know the first time I ever smoked pot, I smoked it out of a Coca-Cola can. A a what? A Coca-Cola can. That is so Peterborough. (laughs) (laughs) And just to make it even better, it was behind a trailer. (laughs) (laughs) When was your first time, Mike? Probably with some people. Um, I don't know if I could. It was his, his, his well, first names. Was Colin. You don't and, have to do anyone names. Just say what it was that you smoked out of. Oh, it's probably a joint. Oh, did you smoke behind a trailer? No, it was actually I think at my elementary school. Like I wasn't. In, I wasn't in oh. elementary school. <laughs> it just so happened that they lived like through, and they were all skateboarders and BMXers, and we had a cool ramps and nice. like stuff like that, wooden stairs that they would do cool tricks on. Wooden. Yeah. It's hard to do tricks on a wooden. I don't know. I, I, Michael just never skateboarded. I, I was not life. a skater boy. Yeah, there's no way he's ever touched a skateboard. I said, see you later, boy. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, he so calls his friends because he needs more weed. He's out. And his friends happen to be Eldon Hansen and my boyfriend, Seth Green. Yes. And they held out on him. Yeah, they held out. So they're like, oh, we don't have anything. We're tapped out. We're bro. tapped out. He goes to see him. And as he's over at their house, Jessica Alba drives by on her little dumbass <laughs> bike. Sorry. A little scooter. He wasn't wearing pants when he went over to his friend's Yes, yes. he was wearing boxers and yes. like a sweater or something. So anyway, they go, oh, your girlfriend's driving by. And it's Jessica Alba. I think this is her cameo. Or not cameo. Pardon me. That's not what I meant to say. Um, her first movie? Yeah, I don't know her why cameo. Premiere. Yeah, like her first <laughs> film well, role. I don't know why I said that. She scoots by on her little motorcycle Vespa thing. It's the scoots by the most scooter. insane thing. <laughs> and they're like, there she is. And it, But now it's clearly a Vespa, but the noise that they put is like a motor. So it's like, <laughs> and it's by and it's like, like just like a scooter little thing. It's and so she's, standing, she's sitting so straight. She has good posture. She's what is the hot girl? always live next door to the guy always forever like you've lived there all my life and you've never talked to him yeah that's the other thing that bugs me is they're like you've you've known her for 45 years man you've never spoken to her and you're in love with her and anyway so she drops her lyric book while she's motorcycling by hashtag deep Hashtag deep. It is deep. It's it's like Maddie's books. They're all cut out from magazines, all the letters. So many and I'm I'm I don't want to make promises that I can't keep because I do that every single episode, but I'm 100% sure-ish that I can find one of my lyric books because I had plenty. Okay, so you know how he smokes pot out of a puffer? Yeah, the asthma inhaler thing. Asthma inhaler thing around his neck. Did you guys ever, um, when you were younger, when when your one friend had a puffer, would you like sit in a circle and pass around the puffer like you were like smoking pot? So Peterborough. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
first of all, none of my friends had puffers, at least that they like were on their neck like that. And second of all, no. Yeah, it was like this like really rebellious thing where we'd sit in a circle and pass around a puffer and go. Haha, <laughs> 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 Sarah needs just to breathe. Let's use it up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I will tell you this. I wanted, I'm not, I don't have an explanation as to why I felt this way, but I really wanted a puffer. I know they're kind of cool. I remember. I bet you I could find it. It's got to be somewhere. I, I, I've never had a problem breathing. I have never had an issue, and I somehow made it be that I did have one <laughs> so that I could have a puffer. But it wasn't one of those kind. It was like a circular disc. Did you ever see those ones? It was like a cir- a pink circular disc, and you went like, <laughs> and I like didn't make it up but i kind of made it up so that i could get one of those from the doctor sweet oh. sweet brag bro <laughs> i've never had a problem breathing so <laughs> i know but i really wanted a puffer never in my life have i had trouble breathing <laughs> i've never had an issue ever oh in my, my life but my point is is that i did not need it at all and i probably took advantage of the healthcare system i did that with glasses i pretended like i couldn't read the letters <laughs> it would be like a huge a and i'd be like Jay. <laughs> anyway, I always um, wanted glasses. To be fair, let's talk about the Vivica Fox here. She's a really strangely placed in this movie. She only has a few scenes in it. She's like the um, Laura, Lara Croft Tomb Raider of the group, right? Like she, nah, that's not the right word, but she's like trying. She's the demon fucking slayer or whatever. She's the demon detective. Oh, yeah, that was... Vivica like, A. Fox is a famous person. You know that, right? Yeah, sure. Like, she's a very, very famous person. Is she mm-hmm. famous for being an actress or a model? I thought she was a model. I, th- I think she's famous for dating 50 Cent. <laughs> or no. something. <laughs> she was around before 50 Cent. Anyways, talk to me about what you thought of her character, Mike. It was kind of an... I feel like it was an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. it was weird. It was like, oh, we need to resolve this somehow, so we got to throw something... But, like... She got hit by a truck and kind of disappeared for half the movie. Yeah, it's it's weird. So she's, I guess her like little subplot is that she is, like I said, some demon slayer person. And she is, um, her mission is to find this hand. She knows of a spirit or demon or whatever that has taken place in people's hands. And so she's been like guided to people who, who have had a... Um, hand issue that sounds so weird <laughs> but anyway and she keeps going and the and and the, the spirit has since left them so she's getting frustrated so she's trying to find this this current thing say with harrison ford huh what the fugitive come on that was that was a sick reference there oh i've never seen the fugitive the guy with the one hand that killed the wife oh come you guys sorry anyhow Mike. moving on demon hand teen- teenage boy my hand was also possessed as a child <laughs> idle hands guys idle hands i wish everyone could have seen what he no, just I'm did no i'm glad that you couldn't um <laughs> i wait i don't understand why how does the spirit go from one person to the next i don't get why don't why is anton's hand possessed okay they never do explain that but the demonologist literally has all the cutouts in her moving demonology lab rv oh my God. with a map on the wall mm-hmm. and she hasn't connected the dots yet and then literally a 30 second change is like oh <gasps> This town? She connects. She like she marks the five or whatever town that this demon hand has been flying between, which makes no fucking sense. But anyway, (laughs) they all start with a B or something. They they she connects like she she marks them all down on her map, and then she realizes it's a pentagram. It's a pentagram, which 
you could put any five dots in any positioning on a map and you can make a star. <laughs> the pentagram. It's the most insane thing. And I remember being young watching that and be like, that makes no fucking sense. No, it's because she goes in order. From the first position. Oh, I to hope the so. Okay, fine. I'll at least give that because it literally just looks like she puts five dots and then she's like a star. Like you could <laughs> just put five dots and go look at the shape of a lake. It's the shape of the Lake Erie. That means he's in Lake Erie or whatever. Like it's insane. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, he would be in Lake Erie for Spooktober because that's Erie. Erie. <laughs> 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 um. So, anyway, so so he okay, right. So Jessica Alba drops her lyric book. He goes to meet her to like give it back. That's how they're gonna meet. Yeah. And so they do that, and she's very like friendly, I guess you could say. Well, but she's he's just, like, like a asking him normal questions, and he's like, Duh. yeah, and then he like runs away. Cause well, I don't understand. Rant it. She opens the door wearing boy short underwear and like a tank top and an open robe okay but would you literally not be able to make any kind of coherent words because a hot girl answered the door um wait can i just make his point i don't think that's at that point i think that's later when he rings the doorbell oh yeah right right. yeah that's night at night yes she was wearing clothes yeah this is this is like she had just gotten home and she's like she's still wearing her motorcycle outfit she's still wearing motorcycle outfit he runs over and she like is super nice and friendly and he's like and runs away fine so uh he's d- f- discovers that his parents are dead in their yeah y- yeah he discovers his parents are dead and uh and at some point in this i guess he calls his friends over they discover that it was him who did it what did you think of the um front of this house you had a thought about the front of the house i thought that the front of the house may be as tacky as this movie plot in itself it was all decorated for halloween there were a family of deer plastic deer right in the front yard right along with a flock of plastic cardinals actual cardinals actual plastic cardinals like flamingo cardinals flamingo flamingos yeah, it was just uh, it, it just that's my first note. It just spoke to me because um, I'm not a knickknack guy. <laughs> I don't. Uh, You're marrying into it. I know my my fiance and to a very large extent my mother. And your mother-in-law coming mother in law. Yeah, uh, everybody <laughs> got so much shit everywhere. <laughs> look at it. the literally look directly behind you. There is a huge I, I, shelf I, I don't want of to turn everything <laughs> that has ever around. existed. There's probably a ghost behind me. Yeah, I am not also. I'm also not really a fan of knickknacks, mm. but um, <laughs> like I don't think I. But here's the thing: when it's like Halloween, I'm all about like tacky decoration, just like making the house look ridiculous. I like making the house look ridiculous. I don't like those big blow up. No, they things. always. They always. I also don't like over. our neighbor's yard. So our neighbor down the street has this like full fledged scene. In his yard, which is fine. I like the, like, full decorations. However, yeah. this one is those moving, um, yeah, the guys like, robotic things. Like, and there's a, ticking. yeah, there's a, 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 ske- a skeleton hanging. Like, it uh, has, like, a noose like around a noose its around neck? Around its yeah, neck, and yeah. it's hanging. And it's fully clothed. Like fully clothed. Like, it looks like a person, and his leg is kicking. So it looks like, oh. you know, he it t- it just died. Quite 
it, That's and very then dark. there's it's very dark and then all along that same lawn there's uh you know other mechanical pieces oh. that but that guy bugs me the most that one i don't like at all Ooh, that's scary um, it's scary and it's also very very dark and i don't like it but anyway he did the same thing last year too he did, it, it's a very scary scene so he's done a good job but it's just a little bit too dark for me yeah he just a little I bit like done. decorating for christmas yeah it's let's happier. let's talk about christmas movies no it's Dad. spooky season <laughs> i don't understand why this guy wasn't more worried about his parents but i guess we already said that i just he just like even when he finds them, when they're in the American Gothic pumpkin statue mm-hmm. things, he's like, whoa, friends, come over. And they're like, check yeah. out this music video. I can't believe they still have it on. Yeah. And they're like, you love it. And they're like, no, look at my parents. He's like, oh, video. No one reacts quite as you should if your parents were murdered. Okay. <sighs> they find his th- his parents. They had a decoration in the house prior to the parents dying where there's these two mannequin mannequin things with pumpkin heads. Right. Okay. American Gothic. The American Gothic image with pumpkin heads. Okay. So that in itself makes no sense because the pumpkins are lit with candles inside inside their house. Correct. That was the husband's job to blow them out before bed, but then he didn't do he it, didn't so do he it. died. Willard. Anyway, I don't. first of all, I don't understand that as decor second of all how are dead people because the killer replaces this decoration with the parents how are the dead parents standing up with pumpkins over their faces they're mortis they're dead (laughs) rigor mortis but also there's probably like some sort of pole at their butts or something Oh. Which means he put a lot of work into it. Which also means, I mean, there's a lot of things we could say about this movie. I because guess his hands weren't too idle? I guess not. But oh, it, the thing is, is, the whole point is that his right hand is the one that is the issue. So, I, okay, fine. So that right hand is uncontrollable and is murdering things left, right, and center. But then it takes his whole body to lift his parents up and put them in this yeah. positioning. So he couldn't have been that great. But his hand is super strong because he flings the cat like across the neighborhood in the one scene. That's true. He does. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. So him and his friends figure out that it's him who's doing it. Well, he discovers it at the same time. Yeah. Right. They all find, figure out at the same time that, that it's him doing it. And then they freak out and he runs after, like chases them and kills them too. Right. Which, okay. So at this point, after he's discovered his dead parents, he realizes with his friends that he is the killer. Right. From that point on, he has full memory of everyone he's killed. So why didn't he remember killing his parents or the previous people? I see what you're saying. Like, he, he's now aware of it happening. Like, he's a, he's conscious. That he's like, oh, I'm crap, I'm the killer. But yet, before, when everyone's like, did you hear about a murderer? He's like, what? What yeah. murderer? Well, I think also because huh. he ran out of weed. Uh, he's oh, so you're saying he he is sober. He yeah, is so now he realizes. headed Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a fair for this movie. <laughs> that's yeah, a fair I think that, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I mean none of this is going to be a realistic part of the movie, but it um one thing that was very unrealistic was him trying to smoke the nutmeg and oregano. Oh my god, well, right. I, I do hear that the pre well, not pre when the prohibition of weed was around when they had the bongs and pipes in the uh, gas stations and whatnot. They actually said for like herbal use where you could smoke mint and nutmeg because people actually did smoke it for sh- religious shamanish reasons, whatever, who knows. But it doesn't get you high. 
I heard it. I did hear that some nutmeg Gets might do fucked. something. Anyhow, that's not what I'm talking about. He was ripping up pages. Uh, he got a littering ticket from the from the douche police alert from like the senior friends and mm-hmm. they become cops. But he like ripped the ticket up and rolled the most perfect thing out of this ripped piece of paper, which is impossible to do. But that was my little pet peeve of the movie. But moving on. It it uh, the thing is is that like it uh, first of all also just to go with those senior cops or whatever they I wrote senior? down. They, there's no way those two cops are two or three years older than Anton because they look like they're 45. Like, they're full established adults. But anyway. I hate the scene where he eats the bloody sandwich so much. That's when he finds out his parents are... Yeah, yeah right. that's a little... Yeah. He's he's buttering his sandwich with a bloody knife and he doesn't realize it because he's watching some music video and it's all his bloods in his sandwich. His bologna sandwich. It's baloney. And he bites into it and then looks at the knife and he's like, Ah, the killer's here! Yeah. It's like a terrible line of dialogue. Yeah. Because, first of all, why wouldn't you assume that it was like ketchup or jelly? You're just immediately like, Ah, the killer's in my house! I mean, it's a bread knife. Which so? is insane. Who would use that for jelly? Though, then again, he uses it um, for, for like, mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Which is insane. The killer's near! The killer's near! The killer! The killer's me! The killer's me! Isn't Tree. there a killer in all of us? Then the cat is eating an eyeball, which is horrendous. And there's, uh, they open a bag of ear of earrings, onion <laughs> rings. Well, they make that joke because there's a, a, a ba- they have a random big giant paper bag of onion rings, and it gets knocked over, and two ears fall out, which are the twins that were killed before. And one of the guys goes, uh, "Earrings, get it?" Yeah, I remember that. Did he kill the best friends at this point? Of you. Cast yeah, so the, so the, he kills the best friends. He kills Seth Green by smashing a bottle in his head, and then he kill he decapitates the other guy with a big giant saw. So have we made Wait. it clear to our listeners that this Anton killer, he's not a bad guy. It's just his hand right. that is killing people. So this he whole can't time, control his hand. Right. He the keeps car. like when he when he kills his his friends, he like is telling them like run 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 but his hand yeah. is and he's like trying to hold his hand back with his other hand it's insane yeah. which is hilarious i would have loved to see in the outtakes for this i wonder if i yeah. could find them because instructing devin sawa to like he's like fighting a hand his own hand well when he's he gets a chance to actually uh make out with jessica alba and not just mm-hmm. make out like she's like on top of him yeah and he is trying to make out with her, but his hand keeps trying to choke her to death. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's really funny acting because. I'm pretty sure that's first base now, isn't it? Uh, right. <laughs> 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 no, but it's, it, 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 it is really weird. He kills his best friends, and then he buries them like six inches under the dirt, crawling out like zombie ass, but yeah. they're right. not even in the ground. It was very piss poor attempt. So, yeah. I mean, we should also say the, the best friends die, but then they're around the whole movie because they come back as kind of like the living yeah which, living dead well they say they're undead yeah was never explained either but that doesn't matter doesn't yeah matter it, but people point. can see them everyone but just yeah. thinks it's the Halloween costume for whatever reason the parents don't come back from the dead just these two friends mm-hmm. oh yeah I didn't even think about that mm-hmm. and everybody else no one else comes back from the dead just yeah. these two friends yeah and I everyone mean, can see them there's a lot of plot holes in this movie which how high were these guys when they wrote this movie I mean it's a funny stoner comedy but there's yeah. a lot of plot holes that they could have thought about for two seconds and like maybe explained how what percentage do you, th- do you guys guess this movie got on rotten tomatoes uh can you clarify on rotten tomatoes it's like, the bigger like it still goes by is it the critic reviews or people reviews no 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 but wait hold on is it a good 
marking a good amount of percent. So if you get a hundred, that's very good. Like you're a good movie. That's a perfect movie. Okay, got it. Because it always confuses me with the title because Rotten Tomatoes, it makes me think that like the more percentage, the higher the percentage, like the worse the movie. That's what I think of. But anyway, um, I think this movie got 62. 23. 16. It's a teenage movie. You got 16. It's sweet 16. Oh, cute. That's must have been This movie I read was seen as a severe failure. (laughs) The budget was 25 million and it only made back 4.2. So those investors are pissed. Yeah, the the I can understand it being it that much because there's a lot of special effects in this movie. Like, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. What was the backing track of this whole movie? And I got no tattoo, I ain't got no place to go, <laughs> and I beat it, but I did it, but I knew. What was it? It was Santeria. Was it really? It, 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 <laughs> it was, but the fact that you got... Daddy's got a new body boo. One of my... The thing that Mike hates the most about me is that I do not know the words to any song on the planet. And Mike knows lyrics Every word. very well. The only song I know all the words to are the, uh, the picture by Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. Oh, and also um, Eminem. Which one? Clean Up My Closet. I know every word of that song, too. That's it. Those are the two songs I know. (laughs) And the Full House theme song. Mike, do you have a next note? (laughs) Um, I was trying to keep track of his body count. So the on-screen kills that he had, um, I guess he killed his two parents, his two best friends. That's four. Then the Mm -hmm. twins. But we never saw that. No, on screen. I see, I see. I think that's all he killed, because then after that, he uh, relieved himself of the hand of the hand. Went no, wrong. no, no. The cops. Yeah, the cops. Oh, right. The knitting needle. The knitting needle through the head, which was pretty legit. Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. And, and it was very scary, because Maddie was knitting while we were watching this. I was. I was. Yeah, and then I grabbed your knitting needle and pretended <laughs> to kill you, and you didn't even laugh. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't funny, so. <laughs> <laughs> And then I said to her, you're no fun. And then she pretended like she was being killed. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you're my daughter, my young child. And I have to like, like play your imaginary games. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for, well, from my perspective, you don't play my games ever. Well, yeah, but it's like, it's like when the kid's like, you know, oh, wait, I shot you or whatever. And then the mom or the dad doesn't do anything. And then you go, mom. And I go, okay. Oh, and fall down <laughs> dead. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I, f- I, f- I forgot one of my notes that I really wanted to bring up as well, too. Tell like us. How super 90s was this movie? I know I brought it up during the break that will probably be edited out of this whole podcast. I ain't got notes then, daddy. <laughs> Shush. But um, remember they're sitting around the TV and they were like, what do you mean? Don't you watch the news? Oh, I hate that show. And they were like, yeah. yo, this one person got iced and this other guy got iced. And we're, there's people getting iced all over our town. Like... Like, they specifically wrote Iced in the script. They're like, yo, we're going to connect with the kids on so many levels with this slang. It's off the hook. And so much of this movie. It's off the hook. <laughs> so much of this movie, too, is like them watching music videos, mm-hmm. which is like, that's not even a thing anymore, which is so sad. I know. Well, it sort of is. I mean, it's YouTube, right? No, MTV is not MTV. 
At the end, the girl's about to get crushed by a car. He sucks in a bunch of pot from a bong mm-hmm. and then blows it into the hand and the hand like is in some puppet and it is like <laughs> it's insane. It like gets all tripped up. Yeah. And the puppet's <laughs> face changes. Into like red um What's it called when your eyes are red? Bloodshot. Bloodshot. It just, it's everything about this movie. I think it's just like so clearly not realistic. Obviously, we're not going for it. There's a, a hundred million plot holes left, right, and center. But it's just one of the, so fucking good. One of the plot holes was, okay, remember the boobies? There are boobs. There are big old fat natchies they in were- this Maybe not fat natchies. I don't think they're very natchies. They were they were good boobs. As Maddie would say, natchies. some big fat jugs, as you would oh, say. No, some tiggle bitties. Tiggle bitties. I would tiggle never bitties. say that. No, I would say jugs. <laughs> when she's getting felt up by her boyfriend in mm-hmm. the truck, mm-hmm. Maddie just took off her engagement ring <laughs> when Mike made that um, noise. Motorboat. Motorboat noise. Motorboat. Funny, funny, funny story. Uh, about... <laughs> Not, not about Maddie's engagement ring coming off. That that hurt my feelings. Um, about, oh, I want to say about three or four Christmases ago, my mom got me a shirt that said, I love motorboating. But the, <laughs> but the, uh, the both O's and motor were boobs. But she's like, you like driving the boat up the cottage. So I got you this shirt. And I was, it, was, it was just, I was like, oh, no. Mom. How old are you? Like 27 or something like that. <laughs> and I, I don't think I ever explained it. But I have it upstairs still. It's, uh, it's Here? Something. Oh, yeah. Oh, we have to take a picture oh, we're gonna of get it. you in it. Take a picture. <laughs> I think I've seen that because I remember when Mike. I don't know. Uh, a couple of years, before we moved in together, we or went through she, I, all. Actually, cl- I think oh, okay. Maddie maybe. <laughs> you may have got rid of it. You maybe donated a bunch of my clothes. I think I let you keep that one. Actually, nice. I don't know, but I remember us going through all of Mike's clothes, and I remember finding that being like, pardon. You motorboating son of a bitch. Anywho, so they're at the uh, the school dance because there's a curfew because there's a killer out and everybody had to be in before 9 o'clock. So the only thing to go on on Halloween was the high school dance. You guys didn't even let me finish my note about the boobies, girl. I, I was That was not about me at all. Michael stole the show there. You know that, right? <laughs> no. Okay. Just let me make my point. Would it's- you... Better be a good point. The girl's getting felt up, right? Mm-hmm. By her boyfriend. Two hands on two boobs. Fat Natchies. Jugs. Oh, it was you because you said fat natchies and we got off topic. <laughs> um, that was so accusatory. It was you. <laughs> the girl. Anyway, Mike, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the girl kind of felt that was closing her eyes because she's just enjoying being it. pleasured. <laughs> Suddenly, the demon hand. Oh, we forgot to mention Devin Sawa cuts off his hand. Yeah. So it's on the loose. Right. And this hand pops up out of nowhere and starts feeling up this girl while her boyfriend is. There are three hands <laughs> feeling her up, and she doesn't realize it. She just keeps going, oh, wow, that feels amazing. Yeah, she's like, Jeff, like, this is great. Like, wow. How did you get it three It feels hands? like you have three hands. <laughs> she, I think she said something. I can't really remember. And then there's a third, like, gray hand because it's Dead. lost its blood yeah. count or whatever. Um, that was just my point that how do you not know that well, there's three hands on you? Fast forward to the very next scene. Mm-hmm. The principal is chaperoning the dance from his office, not doing a very good job. Doing the old phone sex on the phone with whomever it is, saying, Oh, baby, you got me so hot. Oh, yeah, you do it to me like that. I can <laughs> feel you. Have I you can, guys I can, all just I seen Into My World? I can almost feel you, like, 
touching me through the phone and then the, it's the hand. demon oh, hand like yeah. rips his crotch out and I was like, woo! Yeah, he's ha- having a phone sex and then he's like, oh, it feels like you're actually touching me. These people are stupid. They're all fried. Yeah, they're dumbos. Yeah, so at the concert, at the concert, at the uh, Halloween party, Halloween what am I trying to say? Not a party. Halloween dance. Oh my Atlanta, maybe dance, I'm high. Dance. At the Halloween dance, the school Halloween dance, there is a really great band playing and like really super cool for 1999. And it's The Offspring, which is insane mm. to me. Like, first of all, it's, I mean, as we've, uh, we've talked about before in old, mo- in old other episodes where there's a band at, of school dance uh, is is the offspring they can't just be like in their world are they famous like in the movie's world is this a famous band i doubt it are you are, are you saying that in this movie are the offspring the offspring yeah yeah that's what i'm saying exactly uh, no i don't think so because they're just singing like halloweeny songs yeah they were singing they were singing um the ramones and carly goes this song sounds familiar i know this song i must know this band yeah and then you were like it's the rolling stones i know i did say the rolling dumb stones. idiot <laughs> <laughs> and anyways the hand comes up onto stage and rips off the lead singer's scalp and exposes its brain and it's stuff. pretty sick it's pretty disgusting kind of cool 14a 14a baby um, did you guys know there's a special, special um, cameo in this movie? Someone comes into the drive-thru at the restaurant that Devin works at? I mean, Anton? Comes through the drive-thru or works at the drive-thru? No, like comes through it and is like, I'd like to order. No, who? Mike? Mike who? No, I'm asking you if you know. Oh, uh, other than the truck neighbor, no, I don't remember. Tom DeLong. What? How did we miss that? I don't know. That was in the trivia. Maybe that's what I meant when I said the My Chemical Romance thing. Do you remember when I said that? But you know what Tom DeLong looks like. I, yeah, I think I'm just stupid. The worst possible scene in this movie was when the beans came out of the friend's neck hole. <laughs> <laughs> neck hole. <laughs> you didn't even <laughs> I did not like for that. For some reason, the stoner zombies got really high. And, well, not for some reason. There were stoner zombies. That was the point. But they then decided they need to eat microwave burritos because they have the munchies. So, would you get the munchies if you're dead? I don't think you get the munchies. No, but but, but hold on. At this point, the friend has been decapitated, and Seth Green gets annoyed with the fact that there's just a talking head. So he puts like with a barbecue poker or whatever, reattaches his friend's head like shittily. So there's still like a bit like, shittily. Shittily. So he's still like got a. He's still decapitated. There's still a fucking hole in his neck, like you said. Yeah. And so he gets, he's like, I can eat this burrito now because my head's attached to my body. So he eats this microwave burrito and it like comes it out. It leaks out of his neck hole. Yeah. It's really like gross. tracheotomy. So then they have to duct tape his neck on. Yeah. And then he gets some action at the school dance because everyone thinks he has a sweet costume, but he's actually dead. He's dead. Mike had a classic line in this. I say a lot of funny things. Mm-hmm. Ready for it? Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Mike said at one point during the movie when the thing killed someone, mm-hmm. Mike said, gotta hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like my handiwork. Oh! Zing. Zinga. I just did finger guns for everybody in uh, podcast land. He did. Yes, yes, he, he did. did. He pointed it right at us. But, but yeah, yeah. The, uh, the hand, for some reason... Uh, after killing the um, s- sexy talking principal guy, got into the. Uh, <laughs> he was calling the principal sexy. <laughs> <laughs> he got the, the hand crawled into the uh, molester dummy, where like show me on the doll where the teacher touched you, 
and like became this little like hand puppet mm-hmm. and then uh i guess stole jessica elba from the dance and mm-hmm. lashed her to a car in the auto shop in the auto shop to uh, crush her with the hydraulic lift to the ceiling he goes it, like a weird way if he just like I don't understand why he doesn't just stab her or something. Like, why does he have to put her, he has to attach her to the car and get the hydraulics and do the this and do the that. Like, just. And how is one hand doing this? Yeah. Why is she, how well, is he tying. I can do with one hand. No, but how has he tied her <laughs> to the car? And how is she staying there while this one hand, like, wraps around each part of this rope to tie her on? Exactly. She could have wiggled out. She could have stood up. Oh, <laughs> like. That's the plot hole in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the one. Um, anyway, so she gets attached to this thing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the guys all run at the last second to um, save her. And they're unable to stop this hand from pulling the giant lever that is hydraulicking the car up. And one of the guys, I forget which one, I think it's Seth Green, finds a huge bong. In the shop, and he goes, oh, wow, so, like, the shop guys are the best, and finds this huge giant bong, and that's when the decapitated friend says, I made them, and they have a big argument. It's a, a pointless argument. I don't understand. Anyway, they all start smoking this bong. Yeah. And Anton partakes, and then has a huge toke, bro, and blows it up the puppet. Yes. <laughs> up the puppet. Into the hand. Into the hand. And stuns <laughs> the hand. It's Sounds insane. Like a terrible nursery rhyme. I know. <laughs> Blows up Blows the, the smoke up the puppet. Into the hand. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the bones connect the two. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it stuns him. The stuns the hand. And then it like kind of gets back up. And of course, Vivica A. Fox and this random neighbor who we don't even need to get into is there. She, like, throws this dagger. It shoots across the room and hits it perfectly. And then she goes, it's time for the ritual celebration sex. You ready? And, like, grabs the neighbor and goes and bangs him. Isn't the neighbor a teenager? Yeah. No, oh, no, no. He's, he's three years yeah, out of high school. He's been out of oh, high school okay. for three years. So, so that's he's legal. 20. Okay. He's, that's the, he's the McConaughey guy. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. So the hand is dead. And the friends go to heaven. Yep. And uh, so basically this guy, Devin, Anton, is left with uh, no parents and no friends. No, but hold on. He gets crushed by the car. At the very end. I know. And then he decides not to go to heaven because he wants to spend time, more time with Alba. Yeah. And she goes, I can't, I'm so happy you chose me over heaven or whatever, which mm-hmm. is so stupid. The dumbest thing. But it but is so dumb. You got to think about this guy, though. I mean, he's going to, yeah, he gets to maybe hook up with Jessica Alba, but he just lost his two parents and his two best friends his, two, his parents his two best friends he also just murdered a bunch of people let's remember he yeah has, he has no hand and he has no hand probably quadriplegic by now yeah and he's in yeah. a huge body cast i'd be like i would choose heaven uh yeah he's a quadriplegic with no hand yeah <laughs> yeah and no parents and no best friends sad that sounds like a start of a country song i got my no hand today Sat down and cried today. My parents died because I killed them. them. And Early my friends. Ooh, I saw you last okay. night enough, enough, at enough, the enough, Halloween enough. dance. I was out to smoke you away. Okay, <laughs> let's finish this up. Did we relate to anybody? I personally, I don't know about you guys, I related to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> I related to the wife 
at the beginning who sends her husband downstairs to <laughs> check out the noise. Mike? Yeah. Do you relate to the wife or the hand <laughs> or someone else? Fred? Which? Fred Willard? Um, I don't think I relate it to anybody per se. I would have to say... Yeah, yeah, I probably related to the to the, to the principal. This, this, wait, yes, well, no, the deceased father, <laughs> for sure, because I was always like, oh, my, people aren't picking up after themselves and doing this. I gotta go downstairs to die. That, that does sound like him. Every time there's like a freaking dish left in the sink. <laughs> man, I'm just old and jaded now. Yeah, I would have really been like, is. yo, man, I'm definitely the rebellious teen kid. Mm-hmm. That like, no, no, I'm the old fucking. Yeah. You're going to be that guy who they're going to go, old man Hale has yelled at us on his lawn. Stay off my lawn. Literally. He's done that. Where we've where we've we've been looking at the window because the front of our house is like a big bay window sort of and you can see onto the street. And he's been like, who's that? What would you rate this cinematic experience? Carly Jacqueline Smale. Six. Middle name's Jacqueline? Yeah. I didn't know that. With a Q. We all have J middle names, everybody. Jacqueline. Jane. Jamiroquay. Okay, Michael. Wow. What would you rate this movie? I don't. I. I don't. Want, I, I. I'm gonna give it a seven, but I feel like I shouldn't. But like, it was just such a cult stoner classic. Yeah, it's just... I completely agree. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. Wow. I love this movie. Wow. And I will always love it. Um. Okay. Do you guys have weekly crushes? Michael wants to oh, address something. Oh yes. First. Michael wants to explain. So. I like to help with the creative side of this podcast. They every now and then run things by me. They're like, "What should we do for this?" Or what That's should not we accurate. Say for we this? did not ask you. No, we did not. I decided this. to take upon myself that <laughs> they were like, "What should we call this new segment?" And I was thinking to myself, and I had a good. I said, "Michael, what thought we have here?" And I was like, "Oh, I know exactly what we should call it. We should call it the Wow segment. The Wow segment. What's that about? It is the weekly." wide on the weekly wide on but why is there why is it called wow yeah, yeah it. you know we do mean what the, weekly wide oh wait a second that doesn't yeah, make sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as i said wide on weekly is what it would be yeah yeah so wide there you, on go. Weekly. you you say that because that's the that's the um that's the lady boner terminology mm-hmm. yeah like, what do you guys got a heart on for this week but you know all right well like, what do you got a heart on for this week mike um, I got, I got a raging boner to make sure everybody, uh, is a registered voter who can. Be- yeah. Because, uh, we're coming up to that thing. I mean. Canadian. Canadian, Canadian yes, yes. Uh, for all our international viewers out there. Um. Well, an American one's coming up too, but we're oh, talking about the Canadian The Canadian one. election. Yeah. I mean, um, even in this room, you, uh, we have various political views. I think we have three different political views. Per- 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 probably, perhaps. We don't need to discuss but, further. But no, we do no. not. But, um. Everybody uh, should go out there and vote because everybody, don't be the slack culture that everybody keeps saying, well, my vote doesn't matter. It doesn't, uh, doesn't really count. It's only one person. But uh, remember the little uh, movie, The Butterfly Effect? Do we ever? One small With Eldon Henderson. Yes. No, no, Ashton Kutcher. Anyhow. You know, the friend in this yeah. movie. Oh, in the friend yeah, in that movie. That, that's going to be my six degrees of Leo. Anyhow. We're like, not doing that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, like the like one small little effect can like ripple through whole time. So everybody's like, my vote doesn't matter. Uh, no, it really does. It uh, can make an outcome for you, and like, it's our world. So, fuck them, vote. Yeah, my weekly wide on is Seth Green. <laughs> Great, you've loved him for a long time. Hashtag rat race. Hashtag rat race. Hashtag 
Idle hands. Yeah. Hashtag it. Airborne. Hashtag airborne. <laughs> you got four weeks to get all up in that and you're made made woman? No. Kept to win. Before you're uh, before you're married. Before you're a bride. Yeah. Now's your time to get a little green into the old uh into the pink. <laughs> <laughs> into the pink. You're taking that out. <laughs> keeping that in oh. <laughs> what's yours um okay this week i have a big crush on um i don't even like watch that much of his stuff i just think he's really really hot oh i'm right here jeffrey dean morgan jeffrey dean morgan seth green i'm sorry <laughs> i've never seen walking dead but he was in Grey's anatomy for a minute and boy oh boy is he a stud he's a stud with a capital S, let me tell you. Yeah. Which one's he? He's Negan in The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got you. I've just been looking at photos of him lately because um, he just recently married Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill. And I just thought, what a stinking good-looking couple. I knew him from Weeds. He was in Weeds a long time ago. Perfect. And that's where I discovered him. Um, what is next week, Carly? Oh my goodness. Next week we're watching one of my favorite movies ever. Scream! Ah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> All the dogs just jumped up. <laughs> Terrified. It's great. It's another Nev Campbell classic, and I am just I am just over the moon about it. Over the damn moon. So next week we're watching Scream. If you have not seen Scream yet, it's on Netflix, people. It's on Canadian Netflix. Whatever. Um, okay, well, thank you to my brothers for our theme song. Yes, and thank you for listening to this long-ass episode. And thank you to my finance, Michael Hallis. Uh, goodbye. Thanks, ladies. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Your face vibrates a lot.